this is Erica Sacoccio, the host of Practical Biz Podcast and Child Care Director's Chair. I am a child care owner, member of the Rhode Island National Association for the Education of Young Children. I recently joined as a board member in 2018, and I have worked with all ages of children from infant up to school age, uh, school age being five to 12 years old. And I do want to make that a point um, throughout our conversation today. Um, and I am joined with Allison, uh, who is somebody I've known a really long time. Um, she is a fierce advocate very knowledgeable when it comes to the world of early childhood education and um, advocacy and leadership for sure. Um, she has a great heart and a smart head for sure on her shoulders. Um, she has worked in many different programs. And um, those of you who work in the early childhood field have benefited from her work either directly or indirectly. So with that, I'm going to have you tell us a little bit about yourself. She's like, thanks, Erica. Tell us a little bit no, about yourself. It's all is, very true. That is um, like the sweetest introduction I've it's, ever heard. And it's all very, very true. <laughs> I, I have been lucky to know you for a few years now. Um, can you tell uh, the folks who don't know you you who yeah. haven't had the pleasure yet to work with you a little bit about yourself and how you ended up here at Riot. Sure. Um, so I'm Allison Panzarella. Um, I'm a graduate of the University of Rhode Island's uh, Human Development and Family Studies program. Um, and I first joined Rhode Island AEYC um, as an intern my senior year of college there. Um, and I just loved the work and I, it felt like a good fit. So luckily when a position opened up, um, they reached out to me and it was, and I've been there ever since. So I've worked for Rhode Island AUIC as staff for seven years. But smart move guys, smart move, <laughs> amazing hire, but you already know that the growth in this lady is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, so there I'm the, I'm the coordinator of program quality at Rhode Island AUIC. So that means basically at a, at a nonprofit agency, when you coordinate that program quality. Your hands are in a lot of um, really important projects. We're going to definitely do a deeper dive on all of those. Um, but really, Erica started by saying that, you know, I'm a fierce advocate, right? And I think that um, just learning about the childcare industry and the early childhood workforce, I was um, very driven to study the law and policy that governs um, this industry. And obviously, you know, just knowing what we know about the first five years, like, and how important it is, I'm very interested in laws that are preventative in nature. So I went to um, Loyola University, Chicago, and studied a children's law and policy there. And that has really helped shape my advocacy. And I also just recently started as an adjunct professor back at my alma mater at URI, uh, teaching family policy. So <laughs> pretty <laughs> impressive. There's one thing it's, it's just, it, it is, but you're right that it's just, it's a passion and I just hit the books about it. You know, that's yeah. like, that's what I've always known to do. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to study the crap out of this well, and we're going to work on it and yeah. we're going to make it better. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's how what we've been learn. trying to do. Yeah. 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 So tell us a little bit about the vision of uh, the agency. Sure. So the vision at Rhode Island AUIC and NACI is that all young children thrive and learn in a society dedicated to them reaching their full potential, which like tattoo it on my body. Like I feel it deeply. <laughs> like it's probably like the reason why I've been here so long is just that I, I feel that very deeply. And that is a society that I want to live in, um, especially when we consider like working families and young parents mm -hmm. and just making sure that 
their child is always taken care of, especially when they don't have the opportunity to stay home with them. Um, it's really important to us that children have high quality early learning experiences, no matter where they take place, whether that is at home with parents, whether that is in a small family childcare home, yeah. in a home-based childcare center, or in a center like the ones that you run, um, or whether they're in, you know, accessing public education, um, public yeah. early childhood education. So we yeah. work in all those industries um, just with the one goal of ensuring that the education children are getting is high quality. Yeah. And so one of the things, um, my face has been connected to the school age <laughs> um, group in Rhode Island for a very long time. And so I thought I wanted to throw my hat in the ring, which a lot of people thought was an odd fit. But for me, I really felt like children ages five to 12 yeah. somehow in our state and I'm not I don't know every state mm -hmm. had gotten lost for a long period of time yeah. um, because there are a lot of great advocacy for older youth right mm -hmm. you've got that the school alliance and you've got PASA and a lot of really fantastic agencies but most of them are middle school you know yeah. children um, so I really didn't want our children who were five to 12 year olds 12 year old to get lost mm -hmm. and so that's why I decided I would get involved with your group because I felt like somebody needed to be at that table and yeah. so way 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 long probably you were probably still in elementary school um <laughs> I was at the first meetings that were at Johnson and Wales and yeah. all of these different places when they were putting together bright stars and it was me Tina Darling and like two other people in a sea of 80 professionals representing that age group and so um you know I felt like that was why it was important for me to get involved and why I um advocate so strongly to my staff members and my colleagues like you need to get involved because if not our voice will be lost right yeah um so I felt like that was important so let's talk about uh some of the events I love the events yes but before we do that I think you brought up a really good point okay. about um children you know not being able to advocate for themselves right like they can't vote and like who we need to be the professionals in the field that go and represent them whether it be at committee meetings yeah. at test at hearings <laughs> about law um that it applies to them it just it's just if they need the professional there to kind of advocate yeah. for that after school experience for sure. And, and I, I appreciate everything you're doing too. And I, I think um, it, people who are nervous to speak, cause I've had to do some of those testimonials mm -hmm. and I like to talk and I'm not shy at all, but it is, it is a little bit nerve wracking if you're not yeah. used to it, but it is important. So if you feel really strongly about anything in our field, um, you, you have to use your voice because as you said, the, the five-year-old can't or the eight-year-old can't go to that yeah. meeting and they can't fight for themselves. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's our job. Yeah, you know, you, that's our job. We are the experts here. I promise you like, no, not a call out to them at all, but they don't know anything about the day to day of childcare. Sure. sure. They know like the broad scope of the issue and how it impacts families, but like, we are the experts in this field and it's our voices that need to be at the forefront of this movement. So yeah. I liken it to like teaching, you know, preschool or even, you know, after school programs yeah. because we are educating we, other people. We, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And yeah. like they know just as much about our industry, you know, so they really, they need the education too. Yeah. And, that's, and I feel like a lot of them are receptive. Yeah. Um, I would say, especially since COVID, right? Yes. I don't want to get off topic, but especially since COVID, I think the whole world was like oh wow yeah. like really what's going on in childcare really yeah. does impact us right um it really reminded some level. working parents of what we all did all day 
Yeah, and, and like, even wow, even employers, right? Yeah. Even employers, right? <laughs> yeah. Like your folks cannot come to work if they don't have safe, reliable, quality childcare. They yeah. Can't. Yeah. Um, I can tie it right back, though, for you, Erica. Yeah. No worries. Events. Events post-COVID. It, it's been tough. I think yeah. that um, we, as an agency, have been very cautious about gathering in person and just, you know, just knowing everything that COVID has brought us. We didn't want to be like one more super spreader event. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it has been a little bit slow in the uptake, but we, there are national events every year and they are back to being in person. So as a NACI member, you have access to annual conference, which is such a great networking opportunity for early childhood professionals to gather in one place and just, you know, learn together and have the opportunity to network. I mean, I have honestly made some like real friendships through yeah. my NACI membership and through meeting people with similar jobs that I have in other states and just we're learning from each other. And I think especially when we talk about the advocacy, it's important to keep up with other states and what their successes yeah. are and, you know, where their challenges are. Um, even in implementing a lot of the programs that we have here in Rhode Island, like Bright Stars. I was going to say that. I was going to say yeah. for a small state, <laughs> yeah. I bet a lot of people reach out to you guys because you guys really do a fantastic <laughs> job i mean i don't want to but, you, but, <laughs> but you do. a little you yeah. do we, we definitely are a leader in <laughs> yeah, the country for sure um, we definitely are you know people know who we are um because you know yeah. small but mighty i would say yeah and we're all leaning on each other i think that rhode island is really well positioned because some of the policies like pre-k we were kind of towards the the latter of the states that took it on and sure. we were really looking at other states and how the and what their lessons learned were and I think that NACI is a great way to just kind of tap into professionals that are having a similar experience because at the end of the day um it's pretty universal what yeah. we're all going through and and a lot of people have really great ideas so it's important to lean on each other i think too being a small state i think we are so connected right it's yeah. not like a big state like texas like what happens in lincoln Madison Warwick, right? Yeah. So um, I, I think that is an advantage yeah. for us. And I mean, if you're a member and you're like, how do I stay connected? Like, who do I reach out to? It's literally me. Like, yeah. you email me directly. It's yes. not like we're this huge yeah. organization where you're going to get lost in a in a in an inbox 100% somewhere. True. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're Especially when we were like one of the first centers to go through Bright Stars. You guys mm -hmm. were a wealth of knowledge and were super helpful with you know any parts of the application we were stuck with or understanding the echoes or the iters better. Or because yeah. I remember like, the first time I was like, wait, I have a thousand books. Yep. But you're missing <laughs> five in fantasy. Right. But, yeah, yeah. you know, because I was like, I was so mad when I first got my um, when I first got my my inners back or my, I would think it was my actress. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? So you 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 know, you really are great at helping people understand you know, the minutia of the scales. Yeah. You know? I think that's a really like great reason why we keep the quality rating and improvement system at the affiliate. And it's because, you know, as a membership organization first, we are t working towards a shared goal. So I think that really governs our philosophy about going through the QRIS process because there's a lot of recognition of how stressful it is and how intrusive it can feel. And it, and it just, we're a collective of educators and it, this is just part of the reality. And we, what we really hope you understand is that what we're observing, what we're seeing, that data that we collect 
you know, we turn around and we use it in our advocacy because there are some things that are out of our con- our individual control sure. as centers. And, you know, we say, hey, like, this is not on this individual teacher. Like, the industry needs additional investment. And here's some data-informed reasons as yeah. to why. Like, that's why it's so important to me. So it, it really is, like, a central philosophy of ours to just navigate you through that process in a way that is like, reduces stress as much as we can. Because at the end of the day, it is still another body in a teacher's classroom. For- yeah three hours i think um i think there's a couple pieces of business uh advice that i would give mm-hmm. the first thing is the more frequently you visit a classroom with a clipbook and a notebook and take notes yeah. the more comfortable your teachers That's get so with that right yeah. um se- secondly as a teacher we believe in observation yeah right for growth do we not is yeah. that not part of our values right yeah. so that's essentially the way that I take it is you you get that observation feedback, you look at it and you say, how can I use this to grow? Because that's the whole point. Yeah. The point of it is, folks, <laughs> to improve the quality. Yeah. It isn't for ego. It isn't to market to more families. Those are byproducts of it. Yeah. The number one goal of that is to improve the quality for your children, yeah. your community, and uh, your staff. Yeah, because we know we know yeah. what it can, what the impact yeah, can be for 100%. children. Yeah, but yeah, so it, you know, don't take it personal, um, which I know is hard. Like I said, because I, I love books, and yeah. literally, I, I mean, I have five hundred books in my. You know, I'm only supposed to have twenty. I have five hundred books. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean, right? But so, but yeah. the more you go through it, you know, and you eventually move up, which is uh, you know the intent. You start yeah. at a two, you move to a three, you move to a four, you're almost at five. Uh, there is some satisfaction in yeah. that in the work of it. So it's the process, like anything else, a journey of anything else, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I also wanted to say I appreciate, and I'm sure many of those uh, folks that are getting retention bonuses (laughs) this week, I appreciate uh, the work that you guys have done to get that money to Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, that trickles down to the teachers. And I know that the staff really appreciate it. I mean, we're, you know, we're rolling into right right before Christmas. I'm sure that that, you know, that money helps, you know, in, in certain ways. Um, yeah. so. And that is a byproduct of just interacting with teachers through the QRIS yeah. process, interacting with teachers through the scholarship program. And really that affords us, we're, we're, we're like a story bank at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And then we give really informed testimony about, you know, what is going to be beneficial to the workforce because you know we're in here all the time and we're and we're talking to you and it's so important that like a layer of your quality improvement work is saying where you need help because we turn that around as an AC affiliate and and we work towards that together. If it's not something that's policy related, I mean, NACI is such a wealth of resources yeah. that I have literally like built my philosophy, built my career, um, and have been something I've tapped into at literally every juncture. When I think about um, just indiv- individual teachers that need support, I mean, talk about an arena where you can feel safe and secure and just ask very plainly what kind of help you need on the social media platform that they host called hello on hello. Like teachers are honest. They're like, this is where I am struggling. Yeah. Can you, can we help each other? And you just see floods of comments under this teacher's like little, what they're experiencing. Now do, do business owners have like business owners, meaning uh, facility owners have access to that feedback or does that just go to you guys? The feedback from NACI? Yeah. 
So it's like a public posting. So okay. if a teacher, it's like a it's like a social networking kind okay. of website. So what I'm gonna say because my brain is always in the business realm and the teacher <laughs> realm. Like that's my left side is business, my right side is teaching. Yeah. Um. If you're wondering why people are leaving, hop on to that platform yeah. and you'll be able to get a lot of feedback on what teachers are looking for. Because mm-hmm. ter- I think everybody's looking for the same thing. Yeah. I think centers are looking for great teachers and great teachers are looking for great centers. And there's no magic. There's no magic pill, guys. There's no, yeah. it's it's very cut and dry. So I would say that would be a great place to, to do some feedback, read through that and say, okay, what are we doing? What are we not doing? Mm-hmm. How do we retain great teachers how do we get great teachers and talent into my program right so i would say on top of advocacy but just another way because that's the only way my brain works as a business owner in the child care industry that would be 100 percent. i would be looking for what you know the the talent force has changed i am so well aware of just the staffing challenges in child care right now and one thing that i've heard people do is and provide an annual NACI membership as an employee. Benefit. Love it. Yep. So like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. A plus, A plus. So really, as a NACI member, you are coming together to do three things. You're deepening your knowledge of early childhood education, which we're kind of touching on. There's a wealth of resources. You receive a free subscription to the magazine of your choice. They have a few publications, whether you're kind of a classroom teacher and need some curriculum ideas, there's a publication for that. Or you're kind of program leadership or like me when you're more of an advocate and there's kind of a broader issues magazine that you can subscribe to. I love both of them. Um, it, it makes me miss the classroom when I read the teaching. Young yeah, children. yeah, I'm yeah. Sure, where I'm yeah. like, oh, like I would love to go do that. Well, you can come visit anytime at our school and be dance careful. around and be careful uh, girl doors that. always open okay all right <laughs> <laughs> and then so with all of these um resources you know and you have access to the social platform so the second thing that we're really doing is meeting and growing as a profession one of the um projects that NACI is running is something called power to the profession which is one of my favorite initiatives because what it's doing is really defining using the membership defining as a collective what it means to be an early childhood educator i think that we need that universal definition of who we are as professionals and nacy kind of like really hugs you envelops you and it's like yes join us like what is your perspective we need to just better define who we are so like you know we know what to ask for and we know and we yep. know what the qualifications should be it's just it I love the work because it is really elevating us as in professionals with a very distinct set of expertise yep. that is so important to children's lives. So it's really about kind of coming together as a collective and becoming a profession and, and having the confidence to call ourselves a professional. Um, the third thing that we're doing, and I think that Rhode Island AYC does this well with all of our, you know, contracts like Bright Stars is that we're ensuring quality for children and educators. Um, so this is not just we're advocating for children. I think a really important pillar for NACI is also advocating yeah. for the workforce. Yeah. Um, Higher wages. Amen. Right. Free PD, free going to college. Yeah. Uh, I mean, none of those things were around when I started. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. 
And there are some consumer benefits. I mean, a lot of professional organizations do this, but you can hit up our website and kind of see who we've partnered with. Um, As a national member, I'm not even like, I'm not even trying to be a commercial, but I did save a bunch of money on my car insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Because, because um, NACI kind of gives you a member benefit of discounted insurance. So like, there's a lot of big businesses. Um, I think that the other one is Office Max. You got to... a discount through Office Max yeah. and uh, Rhode Island Date UIC likes to build on that. So yeah. one thing that we've done locally is partnered with the Greater Providence YMCA for discounted memberships, yeah. and we've partnered with BJ's Wholesale Club for discounted memberships yeah. for members. Um, so once you get that little like NACI member card, you yeah. actually it's a little bit of a key to some some good savings. Um, I really appreciate all of that, and honestly, like I could not sit here and list all of the benefits because you know sure. depending on where you live, there are so many. Right. So visit the website and, and you get and you can get that info. So tell us just a little bit about the new family membership. Family membership is really cool. So obviously, kind of like I said at the top, um, some children in these like really critical years of development are with a family member during their core day. And that doesn't really change the neuroplasticity, which is a big word that basically means they're really susceptible to learning and they're very spongy at this age so really what NACI does is as for family memberships is first of all if you are accessing child care it's an opportunity to join the advocacy movement alongside your child's educator parents have a very unique expect like a very unique experience accessing childcare, whether it be through affordability or which we all know, <laughs> or recognizing that like, wow, like my child's teacher is such an important part of my village. Why doesn't she make the same salary as a kindergarten teacher? And I believe yeah. she should. So that is an opportunity for parents to join, but it also gives you the same access to all of the resources for honestly a, a smaller price than a standard membership for $35 a year. Um, a family can join NACI, have access to all the same activity opportunities. I think it's a great thing for if you're maybe a sibling or not, I mean like, you know, an adult sibling, <laughs> like a, or a grandparent or a stay at home parent who is just kind of spending the day with these kids. You, you have the same access to all the resources around their brain development at this time. Yeah. So, so that's a great resource for parents. Amen. Yeah. So even if you are, you know, that family, fr- family friend and neighbor care, or maybe a yeah. nanny, like, Yes, like the profession is, you know, we're often talking about child care and family child care homes and after school programs. But, hey, like there's room for a yeah. family friend and neighbor room care. For everybody. There, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, that doesn't mean, you know, just because they're not in a typical school setting that there's no way to capitalize on the really critical development that's happening. So access to all the media, access to the advocacy campaigns and and really, honestly, just a way if you're a parent that is paying into this, I mean, there's benefits for the workforce, you know, if you grow our membership, we put all that money as a, as a nonprofit, all that money goes right back out to serving the community. Well, sounds, sounds like a great investment. So how long is a membership good for? One year. Okay. And so um, what's the renewal process look like? It is all online, but kind of, again, because we're Rhode Island and we're small enough, you could just email me, okay. but, but it's all online. It's, okay. it's a pretty user-friendly system, and you just um, enroll at naeyc.org. Okay. And so if you are a business who is maybe not a child care business, but a business who believes in what we are doing here, mm-hmm. um, you could be a business sponsor. Yes. Yep. So we at Rhode Island AEYC are totally open to any 
donation that would kind of benefit the child care providers in any way. We would use a donation like that to maybe fund a trip to the annual conference or public policy forum. Um, I'll have an aside about public policy forum in a minute, but you know, you could fund um, an educator's trip to DC. You could sponsor some memberships so that your child's teacher could have access to these resources. We're definitely open to philanthropic awesome. sponsorship yeah. at any junction. And I would say if you are a B2B business and you sell furniture, office stuff, any anything that you feel that your service would benefit either a school or a child care program. Um, I think that totally makes sense to yeah. be a sponsor and get your business in front of the eyes of every child care yeah. program in the state for sure from a, from a business. Uh, and we have venue. an amazing network. If you wanted to say like, Hey, I am a, a Warwick business. Yep. My employees use this provide like these providers. Yep. We can really kind of drill down and see, you know, who's, oh, who's providing, who's providing these services in yeah. Warwick. What do they need? We can really just act as a, that's awesome as a network for you too. And then for those people who are really, that's you out there who are really excited and pumped up after this, video mm -hmm. and you are interested in maybe being a board member yeah. or being a more active member and helping with whatever they need stuffing envelopes putting putting stamps on like whatever they need there right because yeah. you guys do a lot of do a lot of work uh definitely i would say visit their website um i have been a board member for just a short time it feels like although it was a long time but because of covid we didn't get to do much in-person stuff right. which really yeah yeah that was me but um yeah so you want to talk about uh, public policy before we wrapped up? So I go ahead. do. So one okay. of the events that there happens every year is public policy forum. And this is when we take a group of professionals to Washington, D.C. And we literally after like, you know, a day or two of some really intense professional development about how to conduct these meetings, we go to Capitol Hill and we meet with our congressional delegation. Um, so it has been a really cool experience to like go into those Senate office buildings, go into those House of Representatives office buildings and have an actual meeting in a very, you know, yeah. prim and proper boardroom. Um, and then our delegation has always been so supportive. So, you know, you kind of get, oh, do you want to, you know, do you want to go have a Capitol tour? And I just think it's a really cool way to explore the intersection of your work and public policy it's yeah. like a crash course um but we are there every year and a big thing that we do at rhode island AUIC is build those relationships with legislators i mean the advocacy thank you you're, you're welcome thank you the advocacy piece is such an important part for me and it's so close to my heart because really the work that i was doing before mostly with bright stars was just a lot of um it's, I mean, it's tough to be a childcare provider. It's a lot of emotional baggage. Like you hear yeah. so much about how programs oh. are struggling, whether it be financially, whether it be retaining yep. staff. I cry and, in a lot of videos when yeah. we talk about it with Derek, when you talk about going through COVID-19 and all yeah. of the, all yeah. of just the emotional stuff of it all. Yeah. yeah. Just the stress, just yeah. the stress yep. of being a childcare provider. Like I want you to have a group that you can join where you feel heard and valued first and foremost, yep. but also 
I took all of that and it took a few years of me just being like, wow, like this is a really universal experience. Like something needs to be done about this. And NACI has really given me a lot of the tools I've needed to be the advocate I am. So awesome. if you just have that innate drive to affect change in that way, like let these people be your mentors, because I mean, the career I've built and the career that you have really kind of phrased me for just now is like it's built on all of the everyone that I've met through this organization, I've been a NACI member the entire time. Yeah. That is the direct connection for me. Yep. So what is the website? For us in Rhode yes. Island, R-I-A-E-Y-C dot org. Okay. So thank you for tuning in today. This has been Child Care Director's Chair. Um, please like and subscribe if you like this content and want more. Thank you. See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Erica. Thank you.